0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4
1: Baker, Baker VK4BB. This is WIA National News for week commencing May 31 and the ANZAC 100 activities continue. Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club had success in the face of what could have been a disaster to effectively use the VI2 Anzac call sign. The Glenbrook Blacksland RSL Bowling Club keenly invited VI2 Anzac to join them on Anzac Day. The radio club had examined the site. However, on the day it was discovered an RSL committee member had removed a tree that was to be an antenna anchor. Then VI2 Anzac began. However, BMARC Secretary Daniel VK2DC said, and I quote, We continued operating until we had to abandon the venue and make a quick dash to the club rooms when lightning was getting too close for comfort and we had to wait for a storm to pass. When it did, Forty was alive and the proverbial dog pile was encountered. At the end of the event, 447 contacts, including Zero Poppy from Belgium on CW. Anzac Suffolk call signs will be at Launceston, Elizabeth and Sydney this week. The three-day VK100 Anzac event which starts today, our local Anzacs, is run by the Northern Tasmanian Amateur Radio Club. Backed up by an audio-visual display, it marks the close of a three-week period at Gallipoli. This action, in which Australia's and the Empire's most decorated soldier, Harry Murray, participated. Harry was born and grew up in Northern Tasmania. So, rightfully so, that VK100 ANZAC is on the air. June 4-10, to 10, the VK100 ANZAC call sign will be heard thanks to Tommy VK2IR, which is promising to be very active on the HF bands. And VI5 ANZAC, activated June 6 by the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club, will be in
2: honour of Vietnam War veterans. Let's cross to... Elizabeth. Hello, this is Alan, VK5 Mike Alpha Kilo at the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club. After a successful event at the Elizabeth RSL for the ANZAC 100 commemoration, the President and Secretary of the RSL requested that we set up a similar event to assist the Vietnam veterans commemorate the 50th anniversary of the landing of the Australian forces at Vung Tau by the Royal Australian Navy on June the 6th. We, the club, will be setting up Two VK5LZ stations: one on 80 meters at 3.650 MHz plus or minus QM, QRM, and one on 40 meters at 7.050 MHz plus or minus QRM, at 1900 hours Central Standard Time until 2300 hours Central Standard Time on the evening of 6th of June 2015. We invite and would appreciate contacts from any operators willing to spare the time, however short. Thank you in anticipation from the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club and the Elizabeth RSL.
1: First in, last out. We continue our AN activity with a look at the vital role of Royal Australian Navy submarine AE-2 and her brave crew in the waters off Gallipoli, which was highlighted during the recent commemorative event station VI4 AE-2. A group of former Australian Defence Force members, who are also radio amateurs, put VI-4 AE-2 on air for five days from Anzac Day to commemorate the centenary of HMAS AE-2. The program added a new element to Anzac 100 in its ability to highlight the role of AE-2. HMAS AE-2, an E-class submarine at the Dardanelles, breached the defences, survived shelling from Turkish shore batteries but ran aground to narrowly miss netting and minefields. The submarine crew were eventually made prisoners of war by the Turks, who held them until the armistice of 1918. The wreck of the submarine is now a war grave site. VI-4AE-2 paid honour to the submarine and its crew. It had about 2,500 contacts around the world and an article in Navy News. That article gives amateur radio good publicity. Navy News has a readership of 15,000 current and past members of the Navy. The A 2 through a picture and model, appear in the vast World War I display at the National War Museum in Canberra.
3: This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au This
4: is Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH with more news from the WIA AGM. This week I have a confession to make. In last week's news item on the annual awards given out at the WIA AGM in Canberra I made a serious omission, two in fact. I did not include two worthy awards. Rather than just three President's commendations as I said last week Five were actually awarded. Mia Culpa, Ernie Walls, VK3FM, was awarded a President's Commendation in recognition of many years' service to the Publications Committee as both Member and Secretary. Ernie began a well-earned rest some months ago from being Secretary of the Publications Committee. That West Australian of note, Will McGee, VK6UU, received a President's Commendation for outstanding dedication to scanning the issues of Amateur Radio magazine over the decades from the early 20th century to the present era and producing digital files providing an invaluable historical and technical resource. Will has published the scanned editions online which is a continuing project for him. If you want to find them just Google VK6UU Amateur Radio magazine and his website appears at the top of the list. My apologies to you two gentlemen. Mia Culpa This has been a sheepish Roger Harrison VK2ZRH for VK1WIA News.
5: Hi, this is Phil Waite, VK2ASD President of the WIA. This week the WIA released a revision of the 2 metre and 70 centimetre band plan. Amateur radio band plans are a voluntary operating code which divides the various amateur bands into segments In order to minimize interference between often incompatible transmission modes and technologies. As technology progresses and patterns of usage change, band plans need to be reviewed and updated to ensure they meet current needs. We encourage you to submit your comments to the new 2 meter and 70 centimeter proposals by the 15th of July, so you have about six weeks. Please note that the revised band plans do not force any existing users to change, but they do make some very fundamental and wide-ranging alterations to improve our band usage and efficiency. The WIA would like to sincerely thank John, VK3KM, Peter VK3APO and Grant VK5GR and the entire Technical Advisory Committee for undertaking the difficult task of reviewing the band plans and finding a workable solution to satisfy the various competing interests. This is Phil Waite VK2ASD for the WIA. Thank you, Mr. President. Remember to check out
1: the band plans by taking a well deserved visit to wia.org.au. Phil is just back from a personal visit to Dayton and whilst there was able to explore the most important areas as well as speaking to ARRL officials on some similar areas of activity as our WIA is doing. Oh, and the latest AR Magazine column will reflect on the AGM in VK1, on improved WIA communications and the next generation of radio amateurs through youth and point to the latest on our regulation changes. Over in the UK, RSGB President John... G3WKL and General Manager Graham Golf Zero NBI represented the RSGB at a garden party at Buckingham Palace recently They were formally presented to the Society's patron His Royal Highness Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh KG, KT The 10th anniversary of the new entry level licence in Australia, the Foundation licence has seen a great turnaround with amateur radio being made more accessible to a greater number of people Since 2005, over 5,000 Foundation licence assessments have been held, but with a decline in the number of candidates, more needs to be done to promote the hobby and review the attractiveness of it as the entry point. While the Foundation licence is now 10 years old and due for a review to reflect new technology of the last decade and provide a better taste of a modern amateur radio, it still remains a popular entry point into our hobby. News of the Department of Communications' release of the foreshadowed Spectrum Review Report is now up on the WIA website. While the current framework is prescriptive about processes, the new Act would focus on the outcomes that should be achieved through spectrum management, the report explains. The report's recommendations cover new legislation, a single licence system, user involvement in spectrum management, improved compliance and enforcement measures, government spectrum use and spectrum pricing, among others. It must be said the implications for amateur radio licensing and the WIA are far-reaching. The WIA will be sending a submission.
0: From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With
3: International News, I'm Jason,
0: VK2LAW.
3: We start this section of International News with a sad report in from Amateur Radio Newsline producer Skeeter Nash in 5ASH. Editor Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, was again admitted into hospital and he's currently in ICU and stable. Dave Booth, KC6WFS, has been with him every day. Bill has said that it was okay to mention his situation to you and to understand if the AR Newsline reports are delayed. Bill is still listed under critical condition. Please put him in your thoughts and prayers. The contribution of Colin Wilson, Charlie Tango 7 Alpha, Charlie Golf, has been internationally highlighted in regards to his involvement with the Nepal Emergency Net. Colin, CT7ACG, located in southern Portugal together with Israeli colleague Amir for X-Ray 6 Tango Tango, have both played an admirable and important role in the Nepal Emergency Net, recognised worldwide in various international forums. All hams involved in assistance to earthquake victims in Nepal are unanimous in highlighting the dedication and efforts of stations CT7ACG and 4X6TT particularly in maintaining such important radio network activity, providing communication assistance to the affected nation. Colin is documented for his dedication to amateur radio, highlighted before, and thanks to his special callsign, Charlie Radio 5, Charlie Whiskey, well known for contest performance. CQ magazine has announced the 2015 Hall of Fame inductees who have made significant contributions to amateur radio, or to some other aspect of our life on our planet, including our dear neighbour, Joko Jokowi Wadodo, Yankee Delta II, Juliet Kilo Whiskey, President of Indonesia. New NASA Deputy Administrator is a rodeo hand. Professor David Newman, Kilo Bravo One Hotel India Kilo, has been sworn in as NASA Deputy Administrator. Her appointment has been confirmed by the US Senate. NASA Administrator Charles Bolden, formerly KE4IQB, said, I'm delighted with the Senate confirmation of Dr. Darva Newman to be the Deputy Administrator of NASA. The strong bipartisan support Dr. Newman received in the Senate is a reflection of her well-earned reputation and renown as a global leader in science and technology, research and policy. Kenyan amateurs are now permitted to use 50 megahertz. The Communications Authority of Kenya has allocated 50 to 52 megahertz to the amateur service with maximum power of 150 watts DC input or 400 watts PEP. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK6, it can be heard on the linked repeater network originating from VK6 RAP at 9am Sunday morning. I'm Chris, Victor Kilo 6, Fox Charlie, Bravo Golf. Operational
6: News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Dateline 2015. Trans-Tasman Contest, 18 July from 0800 Hours UTC. 1010 International Summer Contest August 1 and 2 Remembrance Day Contest August 15 and 16 Before the ID is International Museums Weekend 20th and 21st and 27th and 28th June So far 50 museums will be on the air for the event In one of those portable operations Julie VK3FOWL and Joe VK3YSB will again set up outside the Melbourne Museum and Carlton Gardens their solar power station will be on both sets of weekends engaging the public as they operate 80, 40 and 20 metre band single sideband and the digital modes. They will join others also have permission from the museums to set up stations in England, France, Greece, Ireland, Scotland and South Africa. More information about the event, including how to register can be found at wwwradio amateur eventsorg Awards First all CW 73 on 73 award Congratulations to jh 3 xcu for working 73 different stations on amateur radio satellite AO73, FunCube 1, since September 1, 2014. Notably, he is the first station to work all 73 different stations using Morse code. Go portable in VK3 National Parks and gain recognition. Keith Roche Memorial National Parks Award activity period is November 15 to 19. This year a first. The First Foundation Licence to get Merit Certificate Recognition. A Participation Certificate will be available for those who don't have a Norwood Certificate, provided they operate within a VK3 national park and make five contacts. The K-I-M-N-P-A activity period last year had 34 national parks on air. With the Participation Certificate now on offer, who knows how many will be activated this November. You can also still work those in national parks from your own home. One such person is Amanda, VK3FQSO, who was the first Foundation license holder to get a merit award, having worked all 45 national parks. VK3FQSO topped off all 45 this month with MEC VK3PMG in the Wiperfold National Park. She used the solar-powered Elenco DX 8 transceiver on its super-low power setting of 500 milliwatts into a dipole. Prepare now to venture out portable for the Keith Roger Memorial National Parks Award period of November 15-19 to 19, and join others including those from around VK. Special event Stations, DX Beacon, Repeater and Net advice. On the 29th of May 1815, over 6,000 British cavalry gathered for an inspection beside the River Dender before the Battle of Waterloo. To commemorate the 200th anniversary of the inspection and the crossing of the River to Battle, The Belgian Amateur Radio Society will operate special events station OT200GBN. On Friday the 29th, operation will be in CW on 80 to 10 metres. Saturday the station switches to SSB. In DX, word that DL1HRN is currently operational as 3W9HRN from Hanoi in Vietnam. His length of stay is not known, but activity is mainly CW on the HF bands. QSL via DL1HRN is home call sign. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ
0: Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au.
7: Hello, I'm Brian, VK3GR, with Worldwide Special Interest Groups. Final Frontier. FOX1 News from Dayton. During the Dayton Hamvention, AMSAT Vice President Operations Drew Lasbrenner, KO4MA, and AMSAT Vice President Engineering Jerry Buxton, N0JY, provided more information about the FOX1 satellites under development. Buxton, N0JY, says FOX1A has passed all environmental testing and is integrated into the P-Pod deployment canister. The remove-before-flight pin has been pulled. The doors closed on the P-Pod, and everything is aboard the shipping container now en route to Vandenberg Air Force Base in California for launch, said Buxton. Fox 1A Frequency, Uplink FM, 67 Hz tone, is 435.180 one eighty. Megahertz downlink in our two-meter band is 145 decimal 980 megahertz. The Fox 1A will launch on a NASA Ilana flight scheduled during the third quarter 2015 from Vandenberg Air Force Base. Fox 1A is a passenger aboard this launch, driven by the schedule of the primary payload. ISS contacts unlikely until crew change. While on the subject of space, the RSGB understands that. It is unlikely there will be any contacts with the Columbus module station on the International Space Station until after a crew change which will probably occur in June or July. Worldwide special interest groups IOTA Christoph DL1YAF is active from Lord Howe Island signing DL1YAF/VK9L and is operating 30th of May to 3rd of June on sideband and CW From 10 to 80 metres Worldwide special interest groups Radio Amateur Old Timers And it's to our man in the west
8: Hello everyone this is Clive VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey With a reminder that tomorrow Monday June the 1st The Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's Monthly News and Information Bulletin Goes to air this month, as well as all the usual RAOTC news, we have an article describing some recent developments in electric car technology. The principal HF transmission will be on 20 metres on 14.150 megahertz upper sideband, starting at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the eastern states. An hour later, at 0200 UTC, there will be a 40 meter transmission from perth on 7060 kilohertz lower sideband plus a simultaneous transmission via all linked newswest vhf and uhf repeaters additionally tomorrow numerous local relays will take place for details on your local area please visit the raotc website at www.raotc .org.au Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au And remember that, as from Tuesday, you can download the audio file from this website. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to listen to this interesting half hour of old timer news, information and anecdotes, and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again the RAOTC Monthly Bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, June the first. Seven threes from Clive, VK6, CSW.
7: Thanks Clive. And now to Radio Scouting. Swiss Scout Centre seeks PMR radios. Kandersteg International Scout Centre is a not-for-profit campsite situated in a small Swiss alpine village. It gives scouts and guides from around the world the chance to experience international friendship. Now as this VK1 WIA news does travel the world, maybe a listener or reader can help. They're looking for any robust PMR type hand portable radios. So if you can help, please contact program, that's P-R-O G-R-A MME at KISC.ch. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio. Last week we told you about the upcoming Weiss and SAAGM and of the great work they did in this past year. We mentioned SAVEM. SAVEM may not be well known to folk outside VK, so VK3PC in a report has said that's SAVEM, that's S A V E M, with its voluntary nurses and veterinary surgeons, cared for kangaroos and other native animals that had lost their habitat or were injured. It patrolled the firegrounds, took injured animals to their hospital triage centre, and kept in touch, thanks to a handheld radio network provided by Wison There have been other community events to keep Wison busy too. It has obtained longer-range radios, applied for commercial VHF frequencies, and built a Radio Go Box Ready to set up a command post. Good publicity for our amateur radio in Wyson, South Australia has resulted, including being invited to mount displays for the Country Fire Service Mawson Group and the Morford Vale Brigade. It would be wrong to think that Wyson is mainly a VK5, 3 and 7 affair, but it's seldom we ever hear from the likes of Wyson in, say, VK4. Well, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club and the Noosa Ultimate Sports Festival have just gotten together. For the 10th year.
9: This was operated as a Weissen exercise, and SCARC provided their bright yellow emergency communications and operations caravan equipped with all forms of communications. This enabled the sports festival people to operate in this van and for SCARC operators to communicate to the checkpoints around the course via the 2 meter Noosa and Melaney repeaters. A big bonus, which was very well accepted by the organizers, was SCARC's APRS tracking system. The two lead vehicles and one pickup and one tail vehicle were equipped with GPS-APRS combination systems. The data from these vehicles was relayed via a club digital repeater to a base which then entered the map onto the internet, showing the position of each vehicle in real time. The ride coordinators back in the caravan could see exactly where the front and the tail of both the 160km and the 85km events were at any time. The bike ride is a large event, with about 900 bike riders participating on public roads for about six hours. The added safety of good communications was essential to the success of yet another Noosa bike ride.
7: Worldwide Special Interest Group summits on the air. Reist presents SOTA. As heard on the WIA National News, Simon Pearce of VK1FAAS presented his experiences and enthusiasm for SOTA at the WIA AGM. Now, Reist in VK7 are privileged to have Simon, VK1FAAS, and his XYL, who are both touring around VK7 for a few weeks, as a guest speaker at The Domain. Simon is a keen soda activator and will probably be heard on some summits around VK7 whilst they're here. He's agreed to give a presentation after the broadcast today, 31st of May 2015. This presentation will start from 11am after the broadcast and then Reist will have a BYO barbecue and hot plate And tea and coffee will be available in the nice, warm club rooms up on the Queen's Domain. Yes, the astute amongst you would have picked up that this presentation is in May, even though it's for their June presentation. So get on down. Get out of the house now and get down there. Special interest groups, low down. It was earlier reported how a medium wave signal from Australia was heard in Japan on March 23rd using the whisper weak signal mode. Now we have heard from the Japanese end. Philip, VK3ELV, sent his 474.2 kilohertz signal to be received by Hirose JN1MSO in Tokyo, a distance of about 8,031 km with a negative 27 signal level on the whisper mode. JN1MSO reports being very surprised at finding the VK3ELV call sign in his whisper window. The WisperNet database had caught the VK3 signal. N1MSO says his receiving system is quite simple. Antenna is an 8-metre length vertical with a variable coil installed in the balcony of the top floor of a six-storey apartment house on the hilltop. He advises that in Japan, there is a radius distance rule of 200 metres to avoid interference with AM stations. With many areas densely populated with apartments, it becomes difficult and this has led to limited use of the 475kHz band. Philip VK3ELV said the signal to JA was on a grey line path. Not quite as low, but the revamped Mildura 437kHz beacon that sends CW has already had a number of reception reports, including one from Perth, a distance of more than 2,400km. Brian VK6LO reported that he heard the VK3FI beacon on his 160 meter inverted V antenna at RST429 on May the 24th. Whether you have previously heard the Mildura 473kHz beacon or receive it for the first time, please send a signal report to vk3fi at waa.org.au. That's all from me for now, VK3GR.
1: On the social scene, and a very interesting presentation to the Homebrew Construction Group meeting on Saturday, June 6th, is an amateur radio high-altitude ballooning talk. Julie VK3FOWL and Joe VK3YSP will talk about the design, hardware, software and the recovery of a balloon with its homebrew 30-metre beacon, which was tracked last month as part of the Global Space Balloon Challenge. All are welcome to attend the Amateur Radio Victoria Rooms 2pm this coming Saturday to hear the talk. Meantime, balloon PS45, launched by VK3YT, reached Chile last Sunday, moved slowly to Argentina, with its departure from that country, tracked by Julio LW2DYB, as it headed out to the South Atlantic Ocean. Its sister PS46, also from Victoria, went north of New Zealand, dipped to the southeast, then turned northeast tracked by Bob ZL1RS, before adopting an easterly path to South America. In April, PS41 was the first of its type to circumnavigate the Earth, coming back to Australia. It then moved south towards the Antarctica, turned east to the southern end of South America for a second time on its flight before being declared lost. Still on the social scene, June 5-7 to 7 in VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club and Teresa Creek Camp out at Claremont. June 6-7, to 7, VK2, Queen's Birthday, 40th Annual Oxley Region Field Day. June 6-7 to 7 in VK5, the 51st South East Radio Group Convention, the Australian Fox Hunting Championship. July 1 in VK4, Caboolture Hamfest. July 11-12 in VK3, Gipps Tech 2015. And July 18, also in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at Cranbourne. Alara's 40th birthday lunch is coming up. It happens July 25, the Alara 40th birthday lunch at the Novotel, Glen Waverley. For details, contact vk3vip at wia.org.au. And from WIA, I'm Graham VK for Baker Baker. Walk softly.
0: From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service.